0: Let's get this show started.
1: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Centurion Leadership Battalion. Um, I'm Skylar Rabson. I'm a guest host today. And I'm here with...
2: Hey, I'm Callie Fagan, and I'm Brooke Micus.
0: and I'm Justin Bizarro, and we're here today to answer what question?
2: Alright, so what steps do you take to measure your personal achievements at work?
0: (coughs) Okay, so define what a personal achievement at work would be. How do you feel that you have success at work?
2: Um, I was thinking along the lines of, like, how you're measuring other people. Like, you're kind of managing people, mm-hmm. but, and so they always have someone telling them, like, that they're doing things right. But how do you make sure that you're taking on the steps you need to to be successful?
0: As the leader? Yeah. Ah, good question. I don't, number one. Um, how do I figure it out? Um, wow. Um, it's courage to fail. Um, But it's also, you have to know like how humans interact with one another. And so if you've played sports, you understand that there's a coordination, particularly in sports, that you don't make mass substitutions like basketball, soccer, hockey, lacrosse, those type of sports. And so in those type of sports, you have a set number of players on the field and you have to cover each other no matter what. So business is a lot like those sports. Like people leave, people go on maternity leave, people do all that. So first you have to understand what your formation is. So what's my hierarchy? What positions do I need? How much money do I have to afford what positions? And so how do I know if I'm successful? Ask the question again, just so I make sure I'm clear.
2: What steps do you take to measure your personal achievements at work?
0: cool and you're talking about me as in justin Mm -hmm. bizarro yes oh man (coughs) i don't measure them but we'll talk about like why okay so uh obviously there's like measurables like money there's number of employees there's number of meals we produce there's number of podcasts out the door and subscribers um but i mean i focus on the money and the spreadsheets and stuff like that to make sure we're profitable and it's always driving to be profitable but really if i'm always driving higher performance out of humans higher output attention to detail pricing through Everyone being out on the floor, you guys just did a cooler walkthrough exercise today. Um, The measurables become how successful we are as a team, really. So it's no different than I talked about soccer and building the hierarchy, putting in a strategy, who's the team going to be made of. Um, So as long as I take steps slowly and I build my first, I build my strategy, Then I figure out what the formation I want is. Then I put players in the game and then I'm like, oh, maybe I have the right players, but I have the wrong formation. So when I say I don't have measurables, it's because I fail quite often and have to adjust or employees leave or retire and you have to change strategies. So a lot of people try to manage their businesses with, oh, this is the strategy, this is the business we're in. I just don't do it that way. I'm like, here's the employees. I, I I Actually, that's not, here's the positions I want. Here's where I know I need to be in 20 years. What are the positions it's going to take to build it? So my hierarchy is actually built 20 years out, and I systematically go backwards. So my wins are, am I creating those jobs? And if I'm not, why did I pivot, and is it still growing the organization? and my measurables are certainly profitability and return on investment and making sure the employees are okay and bonuses, those are all measurables and I want all those things, but to try to keep track of all of those measurables would be very hard as a leader. Um, so the measurables get passed down to the individual positions that work within the organization, so their measurables are, they're accountable to the measurables. And as long as I'm as a leader at the top-ish or at the bottom, depending on whether you, how you see your leadership style, whether you eat last or you lead from the front, both are technically possible, I guess, at the same time. The measurable or how my success is determined is how successful the people are at being able to handle the measurables themselves or pass down the teachings of the measurables or then breaking down the measurables into tasks so we achieve them and so on and so forth. So if I'm teaching the breakdown of the task properly, we talk about bricks a lot. We want to build a cathedral. Each person carries a brick every day. How we lay it, how we train someone else to lay the bricks as they come in the organization matters how fast we build the cathedral or the building or the business so the measurable for me it's not for everyone a lot of people care a lot more about the um, financials they're 100 percent important don't get me wrong you want to make sure you're in the black at all times but uh, when you're building or you're building an organization sometimes it's hard to stay in that black so the measurables and if you way too much on financial success or loss or in if you're a publicly traded company it becomes part of your total ethos now that you have to remember that you don't get the same flexibility as an entrepreneur who doesn't have those same pressures you can't play the long game as well as I do or as well as entrepreneurs who have been around as long as I have or are in the game of long term like how long does it take to grow a cow? 18 months minimum, right, before I can slaughter it. So food by nature is longer term. Um, if you want to have good, strong herds of cattle, it takes years to build those up, right, or years to make the the fields turn organic. So it's the same type of idea. I just got to have, I have to be patient. And where everyone else's tasks and life and job and measurables are very much like instant or quarterly or whatever and they need shorter term achievements mine are much more patient and longer term and what do they look like as long as I'm growing I'm not always sure but I do know that I pointed a direction and if I'm growing and making a difference um, with purpose that it matters and I don't want anyone to get wrong I like what's in my head and what I want for the world, it's been ruminating in there for, probably since I've been four years old. You know, it's just with intent and whatever. And sometimes you get caught up in the measurables or you get in relationships that are caught up in measurables and you kind of lose track of that as an entrepreneur or a leader. What is it that I'm truly trying to do with my life? What is it that I'm truly trying to what am i going to do with the time that i actually have because that is our most valuable resource it's more valuable than money you need a profit you want to build value you want to put money in your pocket you want to have financial independence but the measure of your life is going to be a lot more than just the money right so in business as an entrepreneur or leader the measure of your life is going to be the impact of also of all the humans you lead and the difference you make in the wake of things. Like, right, if you lead a company that causes environmental disaster, what kind of leader are you in the long run? You know, I don't know. So is that, when I, it depends on the measurable. Um, It's a good question. How do I know? All right, let me let me put it this way. How do I know if I'm winning? Oh, if I know that I'm winning, we don't have to go out and get clients. Like, they just come in the door. If I know that we're winning, I don't have to fix problems anymore. The employees fix the problems themselves on a daily basis or start to. Employees, team members, whatever we want to call them. Um, we call them team members at FSP. <clears throat> so... When humans are able to lead themselves, they start to have the same moral and ethical threads and core values here at work as they do at home and their families start building their own legacies. They start realizing that there's financial independence and that extra money they make isn't to spend, it's to stay for their future. And we start as a whole looking at things that way. Why is that important? I mean, we'll just uncap it. We'll just scooby-doo the shit out of it. Poof, who's behind the mask? Why is it important? People that learn to manage their money better in their homes learn to manage the company's money better they work for. How you do one thing is how you do everything. I think it's written on like at least two boards in this building, and I didn't come up with that saying, or we didn't as a company. So that's like, how do I measure it? how strong are you as a human afterwards what is Callie going to do afterwards and Skyler and brooke from the little time i've spent with them and how much impact can i make on you guys or the team members or trevor who's in the building in the building he is in the building in the room taking photos sorry guys i think this is my third or fourth podcast today <coughs> ironically um and i've been a guest on a couple also today so um, how do I measure it the success of others how much can they teach on how much is the business not relying on me but can survive without me so it can can go on for generations so what is that how do I measure that probably everyone will measure it when I'm dead I'm guessing is probably when all that happens either I'll be a fool or or help, but I'm going to take the risk, and I'm going burning all the ships behind me on the way. So, C- questions within that.
1: You mentioned something about winning, um, and yeah. I just wanted to know if you could go deeper into what winning means
0: to you. Yeah. Mm. On larger scale.
1: Yeah. Like if you if you go home at night and you say, today we won the day, not not you, but we won the day, um, what would that mean to you?
0: We at FSP? Yes. Are we as a human species? FSP. Cool. All right. Um, you can see I I go 10,000 feet all the way down to, like, the ant. Um, all right. All um, right. Uh, at FSP, it's it's really about, do we hit all of our deliveries for the day? Do we make all the trucks that come in? Do we hit the production schedule? Um, do we grow a little bit more than normal? Um, do we, in a new kitchen, figure out ways to beat the pace or the efficiency of an old kitchen? Or an, an older kitchen, not an old one being gone, but another one in the company how do you um, how do I go home and and win because it's pretty easy to lose right now if I went through my day and I'm like oh here's all the problems in the building I'd be like oh my god there's a fucking piano I'm carrying around the whole time at least and the piano used to be a Volkswagen the Volkswagen used to be a tractor trailer the tractor trailer used to be a jumbo jet and the jumbo jet used to be a frickin' beluga whale or something. Whatever's bigger than a jumbo jet, if there is anything, don't. maybe there's not. But my point being is that if I looked at the problems or looked at the weight, I would never get anywhere or feel successful. I'd be defeated all the time. So I don't really try to accomplish too much other than small things every day, knowing that on a day-to-day basis most of the time people don't see what they're accomplishing and it takes getting people out of the building or people coming back and saying oh wow you guys have accomplished a lot and like oh maybe we have accomplished a lot so that success um, as a younger leader it was very much about the money measurables and about the cars or the, the things like that but now those are just trophies for like winning the match It's just extra, you know? And um, you should fight for asking for more money. You should ask for your worth and your value, especially when you feel you're worth it in a job. Um, If you're not a leader in the same respect as an entrepreneur that I am, but um, how how do I win? Well, also, we don't get shut down by the USDA in a day or we don't have that kind of problem. I mean, there's a lot of things that in food or in this business that people don't realize because you cook food in your kitchen. But there's numerous hurdles we jump through every day. Inspections, um, variables in food and new recipes and new clients in the door and deliveries and potential for something bad to happen plumbing issues gas leak shit nitrogen leak now that we have nitrogen tunnels in this building you know so it's um it's that so i don't know i i try not to get focused on so much um on winning necessarily from a good or bad standpoint but winning from a growth standpoint, are we growing? Are we practicing? Maybe we lose a client here. Maybe we make a mistake. Can we learn from it? Did we gain experience from it? How do we, when another client like this comes in the door, how do we do better next time? You know, does that make sense?
2: I had another question. Mm-hmm. So on a podcast, maybe like a week or two ago, you were saying that, um, Like, your managers, they start in one salary, and then you have, like, goals that they need to achieve to bump up to, like,
0: Mm -hmm. a
2: higher salary. Do you give yourself goals that you want to achieve for that year?
0: In the same way?
2: Yeah, like, similar.
0: Mine are longer term again, but yes, they are shorter term as well. Um, (laughs) Hmm. there has to be things in your life that you break down um, that you're gonna accomplish at work and personally every day and when you have those tasks they have to be small enough that you will never vary from them but they have to be big enough that they always get you towards the goal that you want for your entire life and most people don't do this ever so you don't have discipline you don't have habit doesn't mean you can't have a good time it just means what are those things that i'm trying to do every day you know um one of the things as a leader that took me a long time to realize in health food and that i didn't focus enough on was my own health and my own health eating and my own exercise and stuff like that and through like divorce and all that i lost really a lot of control of my healthy eating habits and trying to figure out how to rebuild and budgets and whatever you kind of like oh let me just survive so that happens but as you build you just got to put the bricks back into place or or look at bricks to help new bricks to help build a new foundation and so you know i could have said oh my measurables was money and i went through a divorce and it's like gone for years but that wasn't my measurable anymore. My measurable was, can I grow from this? How fast can I recover? Can I do better than I've ever done before? Um, Can I actually grow humans in the way that I want to now that I don't have this like problem constantly? Um, So it depends. Like my measurables are no longer measurables because I are, it's they're measurables but they're less like obstacles i don't know how to put it because i don't have any like deborah and i can like we need to spend more time together and we can argue but in general we have a an understanding of what forward moving forward constantly means and growing as humans and trying to set a good example for maddie and zoe you know what that means so like what's the measurable <clears throat> it's the achievement of the next generation really really but I will never know it and that's the funny part is you're trying to always achieve something that will be measured that you won't be alive and long enough to see and in a, when we want things like this of course we want to grow and add value but it, the goal should be what happens after we're gone and we no longer add value, what will the world be missing when we're no longer here? Right? What's that measure? And so I just look at it that way. So if I win today, I wasn't a jerk to someone, probably. Like, there are days that I lose. I'm like a freaking maniac on those days because when I lose my thing and I bubble over, it's just like... Like, I'm that person. Like, I win but if i ain't gonna win i'm just i'm figuring out why i'm losing and i'm tearing it all apart and then i'm rebuilding as soon as possible i don't know why and people would call that destructive it's just more or less like let's get identify what happened i don't like losing let's fix it or put in something so tomorrow we're already off to it sometimes it takes days sometimes i lose a bunch of days in a row when we hit a pattern or i hit an employee that's a problem or i isolate a new client and I'm like, I can't figure out what's going on. So the I lose day still, I don't work out enough in that day. And I'm like, I'll bite someone's (laughs) head off. Right. So that's not a winning day for me. Right. So even today, I still am human for sure you know I eat 20 cookies in a day Asked Brooke and arguably <laughs> that's piece. probably not me winning the day now winning a cookie eating contest hands down yes but really winning the day when I can barely move because I've just given myself such a sugar spike probably not the greatest idea right And it all, de- and so it depends on how hard you want to be on yourself but you can't be so hard that you don't inch along so at first you have to set small measurable goals, right? Like, oh, I'm going to walk for 10 minutes in the hopes I'm going to get to 45 minutes. I'm going to run for five in the hopes of getting to 30 eventually if I add a minute every week or something. It has to be measurable in those ways, I would say. So never measurable in trying to be hard on myself but more or less measurable so I can win the small tasks on my way to the bigger achievement Brooke do you have any questions yeah
2: so you are often talking about how you you want like a 20 year goal or how do you stay motivated to and make sure that you're like staying along that path
0: that is a good question because as you guys are barely 22 you would have had to start your goal <laughs> at two years old at this point um how do I stay motivated there are days that I am like I cannot believe I do this like what am I doing why am I going through this effort there's got to be something better to do or easier Uh, so of course motivation is hard sometimes Um, I hold myself accountable to as much as I can to the people around me so there's that but I guess it took a while it didn't happen at first and it f- it takes finding a greater purpose that's something that that you want over a lifetime and we talk about it in a podcast coming up about your visionary thread and the visionary thread and if you lace it through all the needles in your life and you have that the blanket that you build is so much better skylar and i have talked about loyalty and what that visionary threat is about in our mentoring and so like if I'm a loyal person it's got to be not only do I want loyalty from others if that's important to me it means I've got to show extreme loyalty to others even hopes of getting a fraction in return so I sow it through my whole life I make loyalty my whole life knowing that I have to go to such heights in my own loyalty that everyone else and I have to stream it through everything in my life so much that everyone sees it that who I am that I attract loyalty maybe only a fraction at first but over a long period of time by doing it all the time over 20 years then it's like the more loyal you become better you become at loyalty the more loyal people and people that also want loyalty are attracted to you And I don't know why, it's just that's what happens over age. And over age, anything that you do consistently over a time, long periods of time, like seven years starting off with easily. I would say the goal of just doing something for seven years, drinking water every day or reading a book or 10 pages we talk about, um, it's hard but once you get there you're, the distance between you and your peers is going to be severe you won't realize it because you're doing it every day you're not realizing you're inching along because that's what life is it's about the inches then um then you go farther so how do i stay motivated fear drives it in a way but not the fear that was Put instilled in me by like teachers or parents or whatever that I couldn't do it the fear is is that what if I don't what if I don't do this what if I what if I had this opportunity and I threw it away what if i had the opportunity to grow up and didn't do something what if I had the opportunity to turn Callie into the savior of the free world in terms of water, and Brooke and the savior of the free world in terms of sanitation and food, and and Skyler in terms of trucking, I don't know, safe food all around the world, who knows? I don't know, I'm making it all up, but you don't know what potential you might unleash in the next generation, and we think it's predestined, um, but there is the free will of humans and our ability to do things like that to grow humans and it is we talk about a lot there's two things that we know are true right we procreate everyone does for the continuation of our species and in the continuation of our species and ensuring we survive we've always got to make the next generation wiser or smarter than this generation but if we're not doing that, then what is it that we're doing? So I feel like if we all if we all share that purpose as a basic, visionary thread, and any one of you guys at your age start there, that's a pretty good start. And even before you have children, even before that light bulb goes off or whatever happens, um, you come you approach life with whether a person's older or younger than you, that you have the ability to make a difference and grow someone. And it's weird and spiritual and there's chips on shoulders. Believe me, I have them all. So I use chips on shoulders also. Like I'm never gonna be in that position again. I'm never gonna be broke again. I'm gonna do my best never to be divorced again. So what do I do? I go work on myself, go through shit with someone like a therapist that tells me shit I don't wanna hear about my family or myself or my background because I don't wanna ever, I fear going through it again. I fear being broke again. I fear dying and not having left an impact. You know, I fear that I got to meet all of you guys but I didn't make a difference that was positive or for your future or for your kid's future. I don't know why but it's always been a fear like since I can remember and so I until I actually tied it to my purpose and tied it to my business you know I was probably fuck 33 years old and then when I finally really understood how to truly tie it together and like explode other humans and myself I was 38 years old and I'm 42 right now it's a long time and a lot of mistakes and a lot of things I had to learn on my own and a lot of making hard decisions of changing my circles and my peer groups and my friends and my college friends and people my ex-wife hung out with and it just was I really I was a weird thing I had to wash everything clean because in order for me to uncap your potential I had to uncap mine first and there was no one there to do it for me like I try to do it for you guys so that's why I focus so much on it but that being said by doing it for you guys it helps me focus on the long run it helps me be accountable to you guys because if I'm going to say it to you I have to also be accountable to it now because I said it shit and if I'm wrong I have to admit I'm wrong And so that's also part of it. So maybe it changes a little bit and I learn on the way there. But, um, I don't know. It seems like if you really focus, then it's like your grandchildren or your great-grandchildren, what is the impact that you're really going to have? It really makes you think on a longer term. So how do I stay motivated? Um, I, at this point, because I my mind focuses on that every day, <clears throat> I don't even have to worry about whether I'm motivated towards it. And even 20 years down the road, I'm not gonna worry about it anymore. Like it is part of who I am. It spills out of my fricking body. I don't even know what I'm saying half the time. It just comes out, right? But that's, it depends on practicing it, having confidence in it and doing whatever and the same I was Skylar and I were having another conversation today why do I spend so much time having you guys go to the back or cut ramen or I'm sorry work with the ramen and cut uh, the pork belly for the ramen because it's worth you guys seeing it all and getting the confidence back there if you're gonna lead you need to know that you can lead and do the things you're asking of other people if it should ever be asked of you and most leaders don't have that, right? And that is, like, you want to talk about just an easy way to uncap someone's potential, expose them and give them experience to what they're selling or what it is their business is doing. Disney puts everyone in a costume at the park to experience it, at least they used to, one day a year. But we're just talking about a little bit more than that. Did that answer your question? Yeah, Somewhat? hmm Maybe politically I danced around it. <laughs> Any more? Cool, everyone's starting to fall asleep in the room.
2: <laughs> the yeah, lights are kid. dim, so
0: Skyler's been working since five thirty and it's four o'clock right now, so I'm not sure. He stayed awake though today.
1: I'm trying. <laughs> A lot of caffeine.
0: There you go. Um, did I do you sure I answered your guys' question? I want to make sure I'm giving you value.
1: If I could ask just a quick one. Yeah. um, Would you say, from getting this concept right, would you say that your most important visionary thread is you want to make a lasting impact?
0: Mm. The visionary thread is that we are alive long enough to have a living impact as a human species, honestly. So, I don't know, I don't, and this is not a doom or gloom thing, this is not whatever, I'm very practical and logical as a person, it's just we eat a lot and we consume a lot as humans and historically our pattern is to consume all animals in our sight no matter where we've gone in the world. And so Knowing the way the pattern is and knowing that math and numbers are, are factual no matter which way we look at them and patterns tell which way we're going, no matter which way we argue it, if we have to, um, my visionary threat is to just start leading everyone or getting everyone to realize there's a common way that we can all sort of lead our way out of this it may not be the only answer but like food and leadership and creating leaders of the future that see that the survival of the human race is important or human species sorry um is important and if we do that we actually can save the animals and the plants and the planet along with it Um, and it's not a fear tactic this is not global warming this is not whatever this is sort of just like we have a choice and we have leaders so what's my visionary thread Uh, the main one I don't have the answers but it's that I get enough people out there to hear or at least start to think about this equation about how much we eat how much we drink how much we can tie that to biodiversity and possibly regenerating or reversing some of the problems it's not only about fossil fuels i agree there's probably it's part of it i don't know enough about them to know it's not the business that i'm in so i will not pretend i know But in food, I know we do biodiversity. You guys see how much diversity in the food that comes in this building and the animals we work with. So that being said, it seems silly that we just don't eat our way to help solve this problem or at least begin the solution to the problem we're all seeing in increased populations and global problems possibly. And maybe it is warming up or cooling down or natural or not natural. But either way, if we don't do something, we're going to consume our way out of existence. So we can grow indoors, we can do plant-based stuff, we can Frankenstein our food. At the end of the day, we still need to figure out how to live off of what's here. Um, And the more natural we do it, the more we rotate it, the more we add biodiversity the better off we're going to be. So I will not see it in my lifetime. Like that's for sure. And I hope that we at least start turning a corner somewhat and understanding the impact of our buying decisions of the countries we support. What are they doing for the environment or other humans um, or animals or plants on the planet? And that doesn't mean we need to go like revenging everything. That just means okay there's a general shift in just the way that we all eat across 7.9 billion people that probably will have a pretty large impact quickly and we could probably do it gradually in a way that also helps people get the right nutrition because obesity starvation whichever way we look at it it's really a lack of nutrition so the problems actually the same a common thread obesity and malnutrition and starvation it's about getting the right nutrients and biodiversity of your vitamins and minerals from a diverse diet so like here is this common thread again that is so common that we over complicate it like let's just start there so if i could do that what's my common thread scholar that would be um that would be it grow humans enough to start to make a difference on a global scale, bigger than our governmental borders or our religions or whatever, like someone, a group of someones to make it about more like a one world problem, not just countries or whatever, or battles or politics or economics, like really, how are we gonna fix this? And I don't know, but I'm just going to be the catalyst for now. Or try to be one of them. Does that answer your question, Skylar? Yes. So it's got to be so big it fits everyone else's dreams in it. So mine's huge. Will it happen? I don't know. I could be the quack on the other side of a mic 30 years <laughs> down the road, right? <laughs> Doubtful but it's possible. So if the mic's even here 30 years from now or whatever. And I'm not saying I know, I'm just saying I'd rather be on the safe side of history and just start saying maybe we should just try this. What does it hurt? How can we as Americans in our mass consumption or free markets and our mass consumption of food make different choices that actually make an impact i don't know well i do know but it's for another podcast at least my opinion i have an opinion a very strong one <laughs> so any other questions i
1: think that's it i don't know. Cool. I'm a little
0: delirious. Ones. We gave you the hard ones today. I know you did. It was good. I'll probably get some messages in my DMs about this one. So, But it's all good. I appreciate you guys. You guys want to introduce yourselves again one more time and tell them where you can find you guys on Instagram.
2: All right, so I'm Callie, and you can find me at callie.fagan. I think that's my Instagram. And then my um, other account is primalrock.cally.
1: I'm Skyler, you can find me at Sky underscore Rab, R-A-B, or at Primal
2: And I'm Brooke, and you can find me at Brooke Micus or at Primal Rock Brooke,
0: Rock dot <laughs> dot alright, thank you guys, really good questions. Um, I felt under the hot seat for once, it's not, those were good questions, I felt like I had to actually think about them. Um, So we will continue to do that. I'll probably change my answers maybe down the road as I think about these questions, but we'll see. Um, But thank you, guys. I appreciate it. Have a good one, everyone in the audience. Pay your fees. Share it. Keep doing what you're doing. The increased downloads and uh, listeners is awesome, so keep spreading the word. Thank you.